Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. I'm Mike Tucker. I'm Elizabeth Talbot. So, Elizabeth, I told you about my friend, and he needed a job. He had three children to feed. He had no way of feeding them. I didn't need him as an employee yet, Mm. but I hired him six months before I would need him. Yeah, because you wanted to help him. That's right. So, basically, he's sitting at home, and I'm paying him because there's no no work for him to do. Finally, when there's a a job for him to do, my accountant says, there's something fishy going on here. I Mm. said, what do you mean? He said, this man is is robbing from you. I said, that's not possible. He would not do that to me. And he kept on and on. I said, don't, don't talk to me about this again until you can prove it. And he brought me proof of at least $20,000. That he had taken from you? That he had you? taken from me. And, you know, this was my, my dear friend from boyhood. I've known him for so long and loved him and loved him like a brother. And now he's betrayed me. So I have to let him go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I go to him to fire him. But, you know, my heart is just so breaking. filled. It's just breaking. And so, I gave him three months severance so he could feed his family for three months and find a job. So, you know, I am a, an old softy. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. But but I loved I, this man, and, and I did forgive him, and I wanted him to know he was forgiven. And you, so, I gave him three months severance. You know, I severance. also had uh, situations where, where my closest friends betrayed me. And, and sometimes we think of, of this when we see Jesus aching when he is revealing the Judas, his close friend, one of the twelve that has traveled with him for mm-hmm. the last three years, is about to betray him. Yeah, and you think I felt heartsick over the betrayal. I wonder what Jesus felt over Judas's betrayal, and then mm-hmm. others that will find as well. Yeah, because Peter, his close friend, the mm-hmm. one that was in the inner circle of three, also right. betrays him. And today we're going to talk about John chapter 13, which is a different type of uh, Last Supper than mm-hmm. the other three Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. They, those talk more about the bread mm-hmm. and, and the cup that Jesus takes. In this case, Jesus washes the disciples' feet, and it's a very, very interesting chapter. So, we invite you to come with us to chapter 13 of John that starts in a very interesting way. So, why don't we read verse 1? Now, before the feast of the Passover, Jesus, knowing that His hour had come, that he should depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. What a great introduction yeah. to this story. First of all, we get again the feast of the Passover. The Passover, we talked which about foreshadows the, the death of Jesus. Yes, we talked about the Passover yesterday, the the blood on the doorpost and mm-hmm. how the angel of death would pass over those that were covered by the blood, by the of, blood the of the Lamb. And, of course, you know, the New Testament, especially Paul, says that, you know, Jesus was our Passover Lamb right. that was sacrificed. So, 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 the angel passes over us when we're covered by the blood, the blood. of the Lamb. So, so, this is very, very important and very powerful how this story opens with this. The second part uh, is that Jesus knows that his hour, we're talking again about the timing, and this points directly to the cross. You know, the hour was not yet fulfilled, the hour was at hand, now the hour has come. Yes, don't forget that John develops the whole narrative from the beginning to the end Mm -hmm. of his book uh, with this little phrase, the hour. The The, the time is not yet here, the hour has not come. Now, here, he knows that the hour has come. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also knows something else because in the Gospel of John, Jesus has a lot more knowledge right. than is given in the Synoptic Gospels and the other three Gospels. He's constantly aware and in control of what's happening. He's also aware th- that something's going on in Judas's heart. 
Yes, so why don't we read verse 2? And it says, During supper, the devil, having already put it into the, the heart of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hand and that he had come forth from God and was going back to God, rose from the supper and laid aside his garments, and taking a towel, he girded himself about. Okay, this is a very, very interesting narrative. First of all, he, she, he's not doing simply a ceremonial washing or no. even a, a healthy washing because you know at that time the servants were around to wash the the people's feet because they had dusty roads they open-toed used... sandals and dusty roads you walk in and it was a service provided by usually the lowest servant on the totem pole so to speak the lowest order of servant would be there to wash the feet of the of the people the guests when they came into the yeah, home yeah so many people have said okay jesus is going to behave as a servant and no none of the disciples want to take this place but there's a lot more going on here right. first of all jesus does not not do this at the beginning when it was done when right. they get in and he was washes the disciples' feet. He's about to enact a parable. See, do we have parables that are told, and then we have uh, enacted parables. Right. When he's about to do something metaphorically that has a whole different level. So Jesus says, verse four, gets up from supper. So they're already mm-hmm. sitting down. This has already started. He lays aside his outer garments. Mm-hmm. He takes a towel. He girds himself, and then he does something very, very strange. Strange on verse 5. Then he poured water into the basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. And so he came to Simon Peter and he said, Lord, do, do you, you wash my feet? Okay. Jesus answered and said to him, what I do to you, you do not realize now, but you shall understand hereafter. Okay, the first big <laughs> uh, hint that this is written in two levels is the fact that not even Peter is understanding yeah, what's going understand on. This. So, Peter says, are you going to wash my feet? Uh, and Jesus says, well, you don't fully understand what I'm about to do. It's not that I'm just washing your feet. I'm just showing you something. Right. But you will understand later. Later don't on, for- this is going to make sense to you. Yeah, don't forget that we constantly have this foreshadowings of the cross mm-hmm. in all the stories on chapter 11 on. And then Peter said to him, Never will you wash my feet. Uh, Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no part with me. See, these are the beginning when we're starting to understand the meaning that the washing has something to do with how is it that you have a part in the kingdom. So and it has to do with the cross. It's pointing forward to the cross. Absolutely. See, water throughout the Gospel of John represents who Jesus is and what he's about to do. Almost every single sign that he does, if not every single sign, some people argue for everyone, has water in it. Mm-hmm. So we have the water of life. We have the the men in in the pool that gets um, the turning of water, the the water of the wine. We've got the spittle, which is, creates the pulpit. <laughs> yeah, the we have water yeah. on everything, and so on and on it goes. Here we are about to get the ta-da! The water was the cross. The water mm-hmm. was the hour. Mm-hmm. And he says to Peter, "Look, if I don't wash you, you can't have a part in me." And then right. that's when uh, Peter realizes, "Okay, we're talking about something else here." Yeah. And then he responds to him, he "Says, Lord, uh, not my feet only." but also my hands and my head. And Jesus said, well, he who has bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. So, here, Jesus says, look, um, (laughs) there is a commentator that talks about this, and I love it. He says, both of uh, Peter's answers show the two um, extremes extremes that people say. First, they say to Jesus, no, I don't need your sacrifice. You're not going to wash me. I'm good on myself. I I, I can do this. Leave me alone. Yes. And the other extreme that says, well, what you're doing is not enough. So, not just my feet, but my hands on my head. They don't get the, they're saying, okay, there must be something else aside from the sacrifice Mm -hmm. of Jesus. And so, both answers 
scriptures are wrong because right. the the symbol here is that what Jesus will do will get Peter to be, have a part with him, and it is enough. There's it nothing enough. to be added. That's right. To it, the sacrifice is complete. It, what his provision is enough for you. And so this dialogue is actually loaded with um, with talks about the cross, and that's what this whole uh, section is about. Mm-hmm. Then there is a second section where we get. Um, this uh, symbol and example that he is like a servant and that his disciples should also do this for each other as a means to remember what he has done and their attitude of service to one another. But then Jesus introduces this betrayal again. He says, not all of you are clean. And so we go to verse 18 where he talks about Judas. I do not speak of all of you. I know the ones I have chosen. But it is that the scriptures may be fulfilled, he who eats my bread has lifted up his heel against me. And this makes reference to uh, Psalms 41. Yeah, remember that when we started this broadcast, we said, we're going to show you how old the law, the prophets and the psalm were about Jesus. Well, many times the scriptures uh, actually quote psalms mm-hmm. at prophetically to talk about things that are going to happen to Jesus. And you want to read it? Uh, psalm 41 verse 9, even my close friend in whom I trusted who ate my bread, has lifted up his heel against me. So, right here in the Old Testament, in this psalm, a psalm of David, we have the foreshadowing of that which was to take place with Judas. You know, um, you can continue reading about the betrayal of Judas from 18 to verse 27, and then read the actual betrayal on John chapter 18, verse 1 to 11. You know, um, the Synoptic Gospels, the other three Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, also just oppose for right. contrast, Judas and Peter. Right. Because don't forget that Peter also. He also betrayed his Lord. Yeah, but the ending of Judas and Peter was so different. Yeah. And I think it's because Peter came to understand that Jesus' sacrifice was sufficient for him. And Judas never came to understand that. He never came that. to understand that. He was still working with an old paradigm and he never came to this realization that what Jesus has done is enough. Yeah. And that Jesus' grace is sufficient for him. You know, I, I don't know what's going to happen to Judas at the end of the age no. because God has not revealed that. But I do know this, the ending of this life was very different because yeah. Judas hung himself. He was not able to live for God's glory. And Peter, Peter confessed his sin, was forgiven, and became a, a tremendous leader for the church and he, a great preacher for the Lord. And he was completely washed. Completely washed. You know, by the blood of the Lamb. And that's how he was able to do what he did for the glory of God. So, today, if you find yourself having betrayed God. You know, who of us has not? I have betrayed God greatly, and I find great comfort in this story. We have all betrayed our Lord, but our Lord is there to forgive us. We have a choice. We can receive the washing and the provision that He's made for us, so we can reject it. And today, we want to tell you, His blood is sufficient. His grace is for you. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus 101 Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus 101 Media. Until next time, live free.